But it said, get it right with people. Then you can come in agreement with people, have God answer your prayers. And then you can operate in authority and whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. God doesn't bless no mess. Right? If you're, if you're dealing with the enemy and he's laughing at you, you might want to go ahead and apologize to somebody. You are listening to the Harvest Church Podcast. Here at Harvest, we love God, love people, and live with purpose. Our services are on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, let's listen in to a message by Pastor Joe Coyne. Let's make sure we have a heart connection in His presence today. And thank you, God, for the environment of praise. We're not going to be quiet. Our God is alive. And we're so honored to serve you. We're so honored to be be your children, born again, born from above. Father, we thank you again for your word and, and, and your presence. Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. We yield to you in this place. Thank you that we're the temple of the Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you. You have a word right for us today. As we hear the word today, we're going to lean in and see what you would have to say to me. See what you would have to say to all those viewing online, all those who are here today. We thank you for it. We bind confusion. And Father, I just ask you to give all of our congregation the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. The eyes of all of our understanding being flooded with light, flooded with light. And Father, there are times that I think the spirit of the fear of the Lord is lacking. And maybe sometimes that leads to to living a loose lifestyle or loose in our mouth, loose in our words toward each other or toward authority. Father, I ask you for a fresh spirit of the fear of the Lord to come upon my life, to come upon this congregation where we get to the point that we would not do or say anything that would grieve your heart nor hurt a brother or sister or anyone for that matter. So Father, we judge our, we judge our words today. Oh, Father, forgive us when we step over the line and our heart is convicted by the power of the Holy Spirit that's in us, that leans into our spirit to allow us to know that wasn't a word of encouragement, that wasn't a word that built up, that was a word that could possibly divide, or that was a word that could possibly cause people to be negatively influenced. So God, we're just saying today, refill us. Would you do that? Just say, God, refill me with your Holy Spirit. God, refill us. Father, again, forgive us if we've erred in any way. So we have a wonderful, perfect approach to you today through Jesus Christ. He is the way. It was his blood that was shed that allowed us through that eternal sacrifice rent that veil from top to bottom so that through Christ we have direct access to you, Father. Sometimes we have to realize accessing God into his presence requires the innocent shed blood of Jesus Christ, Father. And that's why we, you said if we confess our sins, we'd be faithful and just to forgive. You'd be faithful just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And you said the blood of Jesus would cleanse our conscience any dead works, any, anything we've erred in, thank you, Father, for that today. Thank you for the sensitivity of your Holy Spirit. And thank you for allowing us and helping all of us to ask this question, how is what I'm about to say going to affect the other person or the other person that's not there? So, Father, we thank you for it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, sometimes God's Spirit does come in with, with, with a, a word of instruction. As a pastor, I don't get to just pray, uh, you know, minister my favorite word. But I think that was a good word for all of us, you know. And, and again, it, it, regardless what's happened or maybe it doesn't fit you this morning, 
You could just tell that person next to you, please. Say, I'm, forgive me, I'm not perfect like you. So, you know, every, I've missed it here and there. But thank God we run directly to God. And uh, so, and the Holy Spirit within us, he, he knows what's going on. And you know what? Sometimes we have to watch what we're saying because we could actually having a, we could actually be having our words toward what God sanctioned. We got to watch that, or or even those that be in authority, or even brothers and sisters in Christ. All right. Well, let's just make sure everybody is good and welcome here today. Why don't you greet a few folks around you and just ask them how you look? Well, just tell them you look good for your age. Good to see all of you this morning. You look good, and thank God we're in here, and, and there's air conditioning. My wife and I were out in Tulsa last week, and it was very, very hot, but it wasn't a humid hot. You know, it was sort of a dry hot. You get here, you step off the plane, you're like, it's hot, and it comes with moisture. <laughs> but that's why we're called Greensboro. We've got a lot of green around us. And uh, so it's good oxygen and all that kind of stuff. But however, you know, some, some of us, I'm not, talk, I'm not talking about me today, but some of us, when we just take a step outside, it seems like the sweat glands just open. <laughs> so anyway, you know, I, I, leading into what I just said there, and that was just sort of what was on my heart. God was just sharing with me some stuff. And, and um but I want to make sure that we get back to the statement that we've been working on all year and we will be working on till the end of the year and really for our whole life, which is living the lifestyle of honor. <laughs> it gets back into our words. Have, has, you know, have, have what we said, did that bring honor or dishonor to somebody? Um, and, oh gosh, I wish I had that quote. Um, before something gets into a conflict, why don't you have some communication? And don't just jump right into conflict or, or, or stuff that could be negative. You, we have to get used to talking to each other individually. And so and so a lot of times that will hit something to the root until some... Because what happens is sometimes someone could hear something and interpret it different than it needed to be. That's why we always send people right back to somebody who misunderstands. And if there's a few things they misunderstand, say, oh, man, you don't know their heart. Listen, let's go to them right now and get this clear. Let's go, let's go right now and get this clear. And, then, you know, and even when it has to do with your leaders. There's too much people talking about stuff that they don't understand. So we should say, hey, listen, let's go talk to Pastor Pastor Misty right now. You know, sometimes that's a way of checking things, doesn't it? If you're loose with your mouth and the ear you're saying something to is loose, then that's when, that's when things turn loose. I, I tried to rhyme that thing. It just didn't work. <laughs> uh, no. Thank you for the scripture, though, Joseph. Which one are you referring to? Yeah. Why don't you come say it? Yeah. Excuse me, my son's interrupting the service again. He said he wanted the quote. I'm sorry. If your bro this is um, Matthew 18. If your brother sins against you, go tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have won your brother. But if he won't listen, take one or two others with you, so that by the testimony of two or three witnesses, every fact may be established. If he doesn't pay attention to them, tell the church. If he doesn't pay attention to even the church... Uh, let him be a Gentile and a tax collector to you. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly, I tell you, if two of you on earth agree about any matter and you pray for it, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. Amen. Joseph, you want to finish? <laughs> He'll be up here soon. Um, but, but notice that, I, I really didn't connect this, and, and, but, but notice when you have ought against someone, you go to that someone. Yeah. 
You don't go to someone else. Because you just go up there and say, hey, listen, I'm sure I misunderstood or I know your heart's good and right, but here's something like that and this is how it affected me. So I just want to make sure we're good and clear on the matter and we stop it right there. However, this is a good word of instruction. This is, this is a little bit more pastoral than I thought I was going to be this morning, but I am a pastor, so I guess I should be pastoral. So, but here's the thing about that scripture. Basically, it's saying the way you got something wrong is the same way you got to get something right. In other words, if you've been talking around people, you got to go to those people and say, listen, I, I missed it. Would you forgive me? Oh, praise you, Lord. <laughs> but it's just true. It's just God has so much he wants to do in your life. God has so much he wants to do in our life. God has so much he wants to do with this church and the region we oversee and the nations of the world. And, uh, you know, it just, it, it's pretty startling that the Apostle Paul speaking to the church at Ephesus said, be kind to each other. <laughs> be kind. All right. So have you ever not been kind? Thank you for those three things, three people. Anyway, but the scripture goes on to say, hey, let's, let's get this right because if two of you come into agreement on anything that they would ask, man, not, not being in right standing with people is basically saying, I can't pray the prayer of agreement anymore until I get that right. And that, I'm not trying to make, you know, upset any of us, but I'm saying, man, I can't afford not to be right with you because I've got to have full agreement so that I can have God on the things I need him to be on because he watches over his word to perform it. And he, he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't bless mess. He doesn't bless strife. He doesn't bless schisms. And, and the thing about it is as, as much and as far as I'm concerned, I try to have a clear conscience before God and before mankind all the time. Now, um, we're taking some of the leadership through uh, a series on qualify, qualified. And, um, you know, chapter 2, I was just sort of sitting in chapter 2 all night last night, just meditating on that. Um, and, and part of what's that saying is watch judging other people because there's, I'm not saying I'm living in any kind of, you know, deep sin. However, there could be an occasion where we're not walking in the love of God and we could judge things improperly. I'm not saying if there's something going on, uh, don't address it. No, I'm saying bring that to the person or bring that to leadership and the leadership will go with you. There's, there's protocol in these things. So we have to watch judging people because sometimes we forgot what we were like at their age. And sometimes we have to watch judging people that are even in the, I'm not saying in sin in the pulpit, but there could be some things that, you know, we would all like to believe that we are 100% proof truth. Did you get that? Does that make sense? We're striving for 100%. That's why God said studied shows self-approved <laughs> so that we're, we're rightly dividing things. So anyway, um, I'll be talking with my family today about something that I, that I was sitting in last night. I mean, just reading, sort of chewing on it. And we never want to get to the place where we think we're all right and they're all wrong. I'm trying to be nice this morning because it is first service. Um, oh boy, this is going to be great. All right, let's do it. Turn to the person to the right of you and say, you're not always right. Isn't that a blessing? All right. Oh, wow. Do you know that somebody could come to you and bring something to your attention you did, but you didn't quite get it? And then you da it dawns on yourself, wow. That's right, I'm sorry. I missed it there. All right, just so we have equal time, now turn to the other person and say, you're not always right either. Or you can say the same person if you want to. Boy, I tell you what, if you had an argument on the way to church today, no one told me anything. 
Oh, you need to get used to saying, I was wrong. Wait a minute, class, let's do this. Say it together. You were wrong. I, doesn't, doesn't the word said, if you judge others, then you won't be judged? It does not. It does, I am so sorry. I, I'm so sorry. If we judge ourselves, we won't be judged. What I've found that I've had to watch out, even with people in the pulpit, I esteem their office, but sometimes their way to administer what they're saying is a little different, you know? But, but still, I can receive from them. I do believe we need to have, you know, um, how do I say this? Well, again, we should... We should be uh, growing and developing and becoming more like Jesus every single day. Because how many know Jesus is 100% proof truth? So if you see something in a person, you know, watch judging them because you came out of that same thing. Maybe. All right. Well, this is a wonderful sermon. How y'all doing? Good. Wonderful. Great. So we're learning to live, and even these things, the lifestyle of honor. And, and, and you know, blame Joseph on my sidetrack here because of the scripture he interrupted me to, to, to hear this morning. But it said, you get it right with people. Then you can come in agreement with people, have God answer your prayers. And then you can operate in authority, and whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. God doesn't bless no mess. Right? If you're, if you're dealing with the enemy and he's laughing at you, you might want to go ahead and apologize to somebody. <laughs> Thank you. Was that a, was, was that a, uh, I don't know what that was, but it, it was right on time. Ouch, hallelujah, maybe? I don't know. All right. And, and let's, let's all remember we're working on, and it seems like this topic is going slow but I tell you what, I thank God for the topic of the Holy Spirit. Because Romans 8 talks about how the Holy Spirit will help you overcome the tendencies of the flesh so we can serve God. There's sometimes, you know, something might be bothering you that I'm up here and you might have heard something and it just sort of, you know, gave you a speed bump. But don't, don't let it lock you down to where you can't receive the whole service. Or, or there could, how many found out that there's even times that you, you're introduced to somebody, you're like, I don't, I don't like them. You never felt that way before? I mean, you don't even know them. There's something about them. They're, well, put it this way. Their uniqueness. There's just some people rub you wrong. For some reason. So what are you going to do? What are you going to say? Uh, just say, what, what's the old saying? If you can't say something good, is that what it says? Then don't say anything at all. And just sort of have a positive expression on your face, and then no one will know what you're thinking. I'm trying to look at all you guys today. I'm here. I am. I got a Holy Spirit message, and I'm thinking He's doing the message right now. Is there sometimes we 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 need to have some cleansing of the washing of the water of the Word? You know, when when you know when we're when we're in the Word like we should be, when it just builds you up in a way that you don't even realize, and you and when you daily. Receive the, infill the infillings of the Holy Spirit or refillings of the Holy Spirit. It just helps you to be at a certain place where you can walk in love. Where you can, I'm not saying condone what somebody's doing that's bad. But if it's just sort of like a uniqueness or a tendency or a, you know, God's working. Come on, tell that person that you, God is working on you for sure. See, the husband and wives are just looking straight ahead. <laughs> I'm not paying for that this afternoon. No, God's working on me. 
I plan on improving and growing and being better every single day, month, year. I want my life to, 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 to um, live in such a way that we're able to help people and, and um, be an example. But being an example doesn't mean you're perfect. Being an example is like what I'm going to do today to my family. I was just sort of sitting in the second chapter, and, and there was something that convicted me. The Holy Spirit convicted me about a discussion we had this past week, and I just need to bring clarity. And, and they're probably going to say, oh, Dad, you're fine. No, I'm not fine. I have to do it for me. Even if you don't see it, there's something I, I need to share with my family because I'm, I'm a leader. And the same way you get it wrong is the same way you get it right. Amen. Did you all bring me some coffee? I could really use that coffee you're bringing right there. Cheers. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. I know you will. I know you will. I'm telling you what. God loves coffee. <laughs> Hebrews. There you go. You all know that, right? How, if you need a job, go to jobs. Job, I mean. Anybody like steak here? Read filet mignon. Philemon. Any Italian people here? Read the Malachi papers. What's that, Joseph? Yeah, Malachi, but what are the Malachi? What is that? Who knows what that is? No one knows, so that wasn't funny. Okay, so the, let's just settle it right there. All right. So, you know, our walk with God is so daily. I mean, it really is. And I love, listen, we love to go where we need to be traveling and, and being in certain meetings. We love to go, but we can't wait to get back. And so it's good to be home. You all say, I didn't know you were gone. Well, because the ministers we have here just do a wonderful job. Thank you, Will, for ministering for us on Wednesday night. Let's give him a hand. Thank you. And then Leon, forgive him because he didn't do such a good job last week. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus, the way I get it wrong. I got to get it right. I just kidding, but that was not a kidding thing. Excuse me, Leon. Would you forgive me? Thank you. Have you ever missed it, Leon? Twice? <laughs> but Leon, thank you for the word. Let's give him a hand this past Sunday. All right. So really, really what, I, what I need for us to do is make sure our word life is fresh. And because... And, and that's a daily thing because um, something about a word that you layer in your life gives you a layer in dealing with people, an extra layer of being able to handle something. When you get into the word, uh, it, it's, you know, and, and, and we, uh, we were encouraged this past week to bring out your paper Bible. Does anybody have a paper Bible? Like, you, How long has it been since you read it? There's no condemnation here because I use my phone and I, you know, I have all kinds of apps. But every now and then, I'll, I'll just give a, what is it, a hankering? What's a hankering? I'm hungry for the paperwork. And uh, it, was, it was expressed this past week that the digital way of reading the Bible or watching it on a screen really affects your short-term memory more than, more than your long-term memory. And something about reading the paper gets it into your heart for, for the long run. I'm not a doctor. I'm not whoever came up with that. So I'll probably just do both. And so anyway. But let's make sure that we have our daily disciplines going on. Let's make sure that we uh, have a working relationship, not just a working relationship, but a fellowship. Jesus said, when I go to heaven, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit, and you're going to come in a close fellowship with him. We have resources on the inside of us we need to tap into, and guess what? He'll say, don't say that. And your flesh is like, but I want to. He'll say, um, don't say that, um, but I really want to. 
I have a right, you know. I have a right to speak my mind. We have, the United States Constitution says, I, I have free of, freedom of speech. You have freedom of speech, but not freedom to divide. That was right from Latina. I told her I was going to take credit for it eventually. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? That was good. So let's just watch our tongue and, you know, James. Uh-oh. Oh, James chapter 3 talks about our tongue that no one can tame. It needs to be yielded to the Word and yielded to the Holy Spirit. He needs to help us. Watch what we're saying. Watch what we're saying about ourselves. Watch what we're saying about others. Come on, let's just go ahead and get back to this. Say, thank God for the Holy Spirit. Man, I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit. John 16, 7 says, Jesus said, I'm telling you nothing but the truth. When I say it's profitable, good, expedient, advantageous for you, that I go away. Jesus was talking about him leaving this earth, the earthly ministry and going to the right hand of the Father. He says, because if I don't go away, the comforter, the Holy Spirit, the counselor, the helper, advocate, intercessor, strengthener, standby, come on. That, that Holy Spirit's on the inside of our recreated spirit. Remember we talked about in the Old Testament, God, you know, Adam and Eve missed it and, and they died spiritually. And God said, I, I, I wanna, I'm just going to go ahead and set up residence among them through the tabernacle and the temple. But that was going to be temporary because Jesus was going to come live innocent so he could die for all the times that we missed it past, present, and future. And he made us a way to come into the presence of God again Receive, receive a, a whole born-again spirit, and, and God comes to dwell in us, within us, and he wants to help us in every aspect, but sometimes we ignore him. And, and, and you know what? Let's get better. Let's become more aware of your goodness. What? Help me, Hannah. You don't know either? Let us become more aware of your presence. Yeah. Let's become more aware of your presence, more aware of the Word in our life, more aware of the Holy Spirit in us because we can turn to Him when we want to give somebody a piece of our mind and He'll say, bring that in because what you're about to say is going to unleash the dam, so to speak, that crack that's going to lead to something that you don't want to be confronted with. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. I'm so thankful. From the beginning of time, God had a plan to have a family. We've been talking about that. And he, he, through that family, he wanted to bless the whole earth. That's why Jesus had become the second Adam, so he could live innocent. He could be directly good and connected with God so he could die for our death penalty because all had sinned and come short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. So thankful for Jesus. I'm thankful for the Old Testament because in the Old Testament, we can see how God provided for uh, the children of Israel and, and all his people n never lacked when they were walking with God. In the Old Testament, and we've seen some of these names, uh, but one of the songs that we sang at camp meeting was this, your names say it all. Your names say it all. They say it all, and I stand in all of you because the Word of God says in the Old Testament that God is Jehovah Jireh. He provides for our needs. Oh, God, thank you for providing for us right in the midst of a tough world out there. Thank God he's our source. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. If you came in here today, uh, why don't you just close your eyes and pray with me for a moment. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray over anybody that needs healing today. As we're praying, lift up your hand, and I want to pray for you. In the name of Jesus, 
God, you are Jehovah Rapha, and right now I come into alignment with everybody that is raising their hand today, and in the name of Jesus, he was wounded for your transgressions, bruised for your iniquities, the chastisement of your peace was upon him, and with his stripes you are healed. Receive healing. Be healed from the top of your head to the sole of your feet in the name of Jesus. The healing power of God is working mightily, working a cure in the name of Jesus. Thank you for it, God. We receive that, and thank you for peace in the midst of this physical storm. Your power is working, and the Holy Spirit is quickening our minds and our bodies. So then you get to Jehovah Nissi. He's our banner. I mean, the banner over our life, we repre- he represents us. We represent him. When they went out to battle, they had a banner that talked about Jehovah Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, our banner. Man, don't mess with me. God's on my side. <laughs> you don't want to mess with that. Because if God before me, if God before you, no wonder why he made us more than conquerors and triumphant. Thank God for Jehovah Nisi, then Shalom. He's our peace. You're not going to find peace in anything. But Jesus, we know that. Jehovah Reah. The Lord, our shepherd, we shall not want. Father, I thank you we shall not want for any good thing. We shall not want for anything spirit, soul, and body, financially, materially, physically, in any way. Because I thank you, Father. You give us every single day our daily bread. We're so thankful that you meet all of our needs. Jehovah Sitkanu, the Lord, our righteousness. He brings us back in the right standing with the Father. Jehovah Shema, the Lord's present. Where is he? He said, well, he's in heaven. Well, wait a minute. Jesus said, don't forget. I'm going to heaven. God's on the throne. Jesus, you know, I'm going to the right hand of the Father, but I've sent you the Holy Spirit. He is present, whether you feel like it or not. He is on the inside of you. If you know Jesus, you're born again, and you have become the temple of the Holy Spirit. Thank God from the beginning of time. God wanted a family, and through the second Adam, even though the first Adam messed up, the second Adam restored us into the family of God. Now he wants all of us to develop, to develop to the fullness of whatever he's called us to so we can add our supply and spread his presence and glory throughout the nations of the world, throughout everywhere we are. You know, there's some people that are wanting a, the, the glory to fall. Well, how about let it be rise up on the inside of you and carry it to your world, and the more all of us carry it to the world, then the glory of the Lord's going to cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Stop looking for an event and just let the Holy Spirit use you wherever you go. That's a manifestation of His glory, and He's going to get all glory. And don't be religious about it. Just be Be normal. Don't, don't have Christianese on you. When you come into a setting, say, hallelujah, I am here. My name is Brother Joe. Brother who? You're not my brother. No, I'm just saying, just be normal. Be yourself and let, let, God, let, let God use you wherever you go. And, 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 and again, we've talked about this, but use your testimony. They don't have to know what happened 27 years ago. Let's get rid of high-mindedness, and let's share the stuff we went through that God helped us through so we can help someone else through. So Jesus became flesh, dwelt among us. He lived here temporarily because he was called, really, the, his body was the tabernacle of God. He became the temporary tabernacle. The Spirit of God was on the inside of us, and when he presented himself as a sacrifice, the Lamb of God slain from the foundation of the world, that sacrifice is what enabled God to come back on the inside of his people. The presence of God was in one place. Now, when he said it, it's finished. The veil rent from top to bottom, and the presence of God, as we receive Jesus Christ, we become kids of God, children of God, and this presence of God comes on the inside of us, and we've got to understand uh, that 
No wonder why Paul said, don't you discern and understand, this is 1 Corinthians 3.16, don't you discern and understand that you, the whole church at Corinth, are God's temple, his sanctuary, and that God's spirit has his permanent dwelling in you? Say it with me, God's in me. Now, the world can't understand that. And really, I can't understand that. I mean, with my natural mind, I just know it's true because I know him. I know the Father, I know the Son, I know the purpose of the Holy Spirit, and I'm yielding to Him. I'm endeavoring to yield to Him more and more. And remember this, that even though I'm going to have a talk with my family today, when I was studying some things last night pertaining to what we had talked about, the Holy Spirit didn't condemn me. The Holy Spirit convicted me. And the Word says it's our heart that condemns us if we're not right with God. It's our conscience that is being bothered. But the Holy Spirit so graciously and lovingly convicts us. And, and he lets our spirit know. And, and really, when the Holy Spirit's convicting us of something uh, that we need to get right, really our spirit knows it. Because right now I'm condemned about it. So I have no confidence toward God, the Holy Spirit, uh, the Word says. But if you get it right, you know, then you have confidence toward God. Your conscience is clear. You're good with the Holy Spirit. And live and learn. Let's fail forward and learn from that. Uh, I want to get to um, one scripture here that I got this morning. And... It's 2 Corinthians 13, 5. I would really like you guys to put that up on the screen because I would really like you to see it. For, that's 2 Corinthians 13, 5. And again, that's in the Amplified. Sorry about that. Amplified. So you all write that down. It'd be a good scripture for you to write down. Amen. 2 Corinthians 13.5. Oh, look at this. It says, examine, test, and evaluate everybody else but ourselves. What does that say? Oh, okay. One, two, three, let's read. Examine and test and evaluate your own selves, whether you're holding to your faith and showing the proper fruits of it. I know we're not supposed to be fruity, but I do know that we're supposed to walk in the fruit of the Spirit and continually develop. We're getting ready to shift gears on Wednesday night. We're talking about the Holy Spirit on Sundays. We're talking about faith and all its, you know, different intricacies, but also when you talk about faith, you got to talk about fruit. Because faith doesn't work unless it's walking in the love of God. Does anybody need God to answer your prayer? He's going to ask you uh, to take a look at your lifestyle. And he's, he's going to come into the produce section and see what's ripe and see what's wrong. It's not ripe. You know what he's going to do? I never understand this. He's going to pick up that melon start flicking it. Oh, this is good. I'm like, that's the next one. It sounds the same to me. So anyway, let's inspect our own fruit. Get back here on Wednesday night because we're going to get into this. Because your lifestyle and my lifestyle, it matters. Not having a good and clear conscience, that matters. That forfeits our confidence toward God. Not getting along with people forfeits our ability to come in agreement with somebody and he bring to pass what we came in agreement and asked for. Not being right with people forfeits our right to take authority over the enemy because the previous scriptures led to whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. No wonder why things are all chaotic because there, the, unity has been violated in your house or forfeit in your house or your job or your whatever. And remember, it's our job to take the fruit of the Spirit wherever we go. We're supposed to bring peace in the storm, not let someone else's storm get on us. Well, well, I wasn't finished. All right, so my, the amplified here has a little bit, oh, I think, 
Uh, I think the, um, go to the regular Amplified. All righty. We go? Okay. There we go. That's, I'm going to read it now. Test and evaluate yourselves to see whether you are in the faith and living your lives as committed believers. Here it goes. Examine your wife, not, you know, I mean, your friend, your son, your, the speaker that's up there. Just absolutely be critical and find maybe, 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 you know, he untucked a shirt and you can't handle that. I don't know. Here comes a, a sobering one here, right? We're working on this. Or do you not recognize this about yourselves by an ongoing experience that Jesus Christ is in you? So we're examining ourselves if we're aware of that like we should be. Because he'll help us in every and any area of our lives. What time is it? Oh, thank you, Jesus. It said 1030 because that's when I got this scripture and I took a picture. Oh. See, seems like some things seem like there's, help me say it. I, I know what I'm saying. I know what I'm supposed to say. It seems like this, but it's really like that. That's why you need to communicate. Don't make me start dancing. You can have this or you can have that. All right, so, oh, 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 I found it. Before you hold a grudge, hold a conversation. <laughs> mm -mm. So good. Before you hold a grudge, hold a conversation, it may be a result of a misunderstanding. I don't like conflict resolution. Well, you're going to be a mess if you don't get it straight and right. See, could, what you're holding against someone else, they might have already gotten forgiveness from God, and they're, they're walking and tiptoeing through the tulips. I never understood. What's his name? Tiny Tim? How, how did he make it? Did he? Huh? It's not Tiny Tim? The guy who sings tiptoe through the tulips. Is that Tiny Tim? That's, that's way before your time, Joseph. Way. Hey, don't judge me. Nah? What are we talking about? Okay, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to say it again. I know you wanted me to come and spit fire today and just rile you guys up about the presence of God, the anointing, but he's trying to get you ready. <laughs> and thank God he doesn't wait for us to be absolutely perfect to use us. If he waited for us to be perfected and, and fully grown to qualify for something, we'd all never be used. So let's not judge other people when they go along. I'm not saying we can condone something that's wrong that's said or, you know, that's why we develop our, you know, leadership in our, in our ministers in this ministry because I have a responsibility to help them grow and develop and become better as I'm doing the same thing myself. All right. Before you hold a grudge, what are you going to do? Hold a conversation. It may be the result of a misunderstanding. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. And again, remember that scripture I really had up there is because we need to examine if we're aware of the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit and we're yielding to Him. Some of us are, 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 some of us are, are treading hard on things or it's extra difficult what we're going through and we forgot the Holy Spirit will help us. He won't do it for you, but we get refilled with the Holy Spirit, and He helps us. You know, um, if, if I was getting ready to plow through something difficult, 
And, and I had a yoke on my, you know, the yoke that you put on your neck. Well, no, I don't put it on my yoke. Uh, the, but the cow, or something, I'm not calling you a cow. But anyway, the, you know, the, the yoke that connects two cows to plow something. What? Oh, my wife said oxes. Oxen? Oxycodone? Oh, that's, that's bad, yeah. William, will you help me get out of this? Come here. Yeah, really, come here. Let's turn the service over to you now. <laughs> All right, so William, he needs to lift weights. You can really tell that. You know, look at him. Turn around. Man, that guy really needs to get in the gym. But if I'm going to go through something very difficult, I want to be yoked to somebody like him. You know? And there you go. Put your hand away. All right. Yeah, we yoked up. So we're going to plow, if we're going to plow, you know, some ground or go through a difficult time or go through difficult season, y'all can't even see me because he's, he's, he's Tiny Tim. <laughs> Just kidding. And so if one could put a 1,000 to flight, two could put 10,000, you know, and we have good friends, good community, uh, we, we can walk through this, but then there's really a third yoke. Where if we yield to the Holy Spirit, we're walking with Him, and His burden is light, His yoke, easy, did I say that right, or is that backwards? Yeah, His yoke is easy because, you know how I remember that? Because yoke is eggs. I have them over easy sometimes. <laughs> well, that messed up this illustration, but... Anyway, I'm thank God for a William in my life. I thank God for our uh, board. I thank God for our, uh, you know, our inner circle and, and all the different people we have fellowship with. But also, we have we're yoked to each other, which helps. You know, thank you. Let's give Tiny Tim a hand of applause. But let me just say this: what we're going through is more difficult than it needs to be if we'll just have some company. If we'll have our own company, if we'll, if we'll get around and you might say, I don't have any friends. Well, again, you have to, act, you know, if you want friends, you have to act friendly, right? And so, you know, get into a small group, get into a service group because you're going to need, you're going to need people around you. You're going to need some faith friends to help stabilize you sometimes when, when you're in a challenge. You're yoked up to them. They'll help you through it and not to forget that we're also yoked up with the Holy Spirit. Thank God. The Apostle Paul, by the Spirit of God, said, don't you, don't, don't you discern and understand the whole church at Corinth or God's temple, his sanctuary? And, and don't you discern that God's Spirit has, its per, has his, not it. You know the Holy Spirit's not an it. Person. He's a person. How do you know that? Look at all the personal pronouns in the Word of God. The Father's not an it. He's a person. You see it all through the Scripture. He's, he's real, he's alive, he's in heaven, and then we have the Holy Spirit. We have God the Son, who's at the right hand of the Father, a real person that is interceding for us. Then we have God the Holy Spirit, who's yoked up with us in good company, and no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue that will rise against us in judgment is condemned. And we can get through the tough times, right? And together, we're better together. The Holy Spirit... Is so wonderful. He helped the church or really God's people in the Old Testament. How much more does he want to take care of and help his kids here in the New Testament? We, we know that. Thank God. He helps us fulfill our purpose. He helps us really trying to get to being filled with the Holy Spirit. But generally speaking, thank God for the Holy Spirit and all the different sides of the mountain we can see about him. It's coming a day soon that we'll be talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will come upon us to help us fulfill our purpose, help us develop to our full potential, and help us to be maximum supply of what God intended for us to give the body of Christ. Amen. Yeah, we all, we all need to have a part. Matter of fact, Dr. Miles Monroe, he said, purpose is the original intent of a thing. It's the reason why something was created. You're not an accident. God created you with purpose. So glad that Paul 
let Timothy into his life of his challenges in his circumstances when Paul had to appear before the emperor or Caesar to give an account for his faith. You know what? He said, you know what, I'm, in, I'm right in the middle of this storm, but everybody seems to have left me right now. I'm alone. But the word says in 2 Timothy 4, in verse 18, but it doesn't matter. The master stood by me, and the master helped me. I'm not saying we need each other when we're right in the middle of some challenge, don't we? But you know what? No matter who comes alongside us, I have a helper on the inside of me. I've got a counsel on the inside of me. I've got an advocate who's an attorney. That's why he says sometimes, don't say that or say that. And he'll always confirm the word. He'll always have you speak the word. But I'm telling you what, some of those atomic, did I say atomic? Is that right? Explosions happen in relationships. Because the Holy Spirit said, don't say that. You said it. He said, I told you so. This is the reason why I was telling you not to say that. And it's like, how many have ever said something the Holy Spirit told, said, don't say that? And, and all of a sudden you said it and you saw the words, I mean, float. You're like, come back here. <laughs> Amen. All right, let me just conclude. Okay. Let me conclude. We just desperately need. Can I pick up here next week? Yeah, let's just pick up right here because I want to get into Romans chapter 8. And I, I think we heard what we need to today. And let me tell you, everything that God says, he's speaking into my life. He's speaking into your life. And make sure you don't shut down what the Holy Spirit's saying because you don't want to hear it. And, and let me conclude on that thought because the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us and directs us. And those who are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. Those who listen and, and allow themselves to be corrected and, and admonished and encouraged and led all the way to the perfect will of God. But we have to listen. Don't shut your ears down just because you didn't like something I said today. Or, or don't shut other people down just because they have some flaws they're working on. I'm not saying condone sin. I'm just saying that you don't know what level of development they are in. And, and God has already dealt with you about some things. But don't judge them. God didn't throw his Bible on top of my head. He led me. He developed me. He developed through the Spirit. Again, do, do, do yourself a favor by bringing your kids Wednesday nights. I really want to challenge you to do that. I would really like to see you guys here because, you know, this is a, this is a great, great Wednesday to come because my wife is going to teach on prayer. Isn't this the first Wednesday? Lord, we've been traveling it was like, I didn't even know what day it was last, last week. But I guess right on today, so I'm here. And, and so, but, what was, I, what, what was I saying? Yeah. Wednesday prayer. I'm telling you, we, my wife is a really good example of teaching and then leading us so that we can then take what we learn to our own personal lives. So, but also come and hear what the Spirit of God is going to be saying to you. There was a park ranger at Yellowstone National Park. He was leading a group of hikers to a fire to a fire lookout. And the ranger was so intent on telling the hikers about the flowers and the beautiful flowers and the animals that he considered the messages on the two-way radio distracting, so he turned it off. I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna be surrounded by these beautiful things. Everything's fine. Every message is Oh, you're wonderful. God loves you. Wait a minute. There's, there's a... My dad corrected me. My spiritual father, Bishop Hash, he corrected me. And Mom Joy, the Hagans, you know. Can, can someone in your life bring a flaw to your attention because they really love you and they have a relationship with you? Well, get ready. Oh, that wasn't time to laugh. So the ranger was so intent on telling the hikers about flowers and animals that he considered the messages of his two-way radio distracting, so he switched it off. 
And as the group neared the tower, the ranger was met by a nearly breathless lookout person who asked, why haven't you responded to all the messages we tried to bring to you and tried to warn you and tried to direct you? But he had shut it off. And that's my point as we conclude. Why was that not switching God off or that radio off so important? Because they didn't know it, but a grizzly bear had been tracking them and stalking them. And the authorities were trying to warn them of danger. Don't switch the Holy Spirit off. Anytime we tune out the Holy Spirit or ignore His warnings, in the Word of God, He'll bring to our attention. We put ourselves and those around us in danger. Let's pray. Father, thank You for Your Word today. I receive it and I eat it first. Father, I thank you for what you're doing in this end time hour. You're raising up local churches who will be built on the word and led by your spirit. Father, thank you from the north, south, east, and west. We command you to give up, keep not back. You bring our sons from far, our daughters from the ends of the earth, everyone that's called by the name of the Lord to be here at Harvest Church and in other places in the body of Christ that you, you would send them cometh now. In Jesus' name. So we evaluate ourselves. We judge ourselves and anything that might have pricked our heart today or even might have convicted our heart today. Why don't we just go ahead and let God do that right now at your, at your, at your seat right where you are. Let's just have a conversation with guns. And whatever's hurting your heart, I'm going to lead you through a prayer. Uh, and, you know, you don't have to spout it out where other people can hear it. But you could just say it before your God. Say it with me, God forgive me on the things that have hurt my heart that you've convicted me about I receive your forgiveness thank you for cleansing me thank you for cleansing my conscience because it's been bothering me and now I'm cleansed and I'm whole and I move forward in forgiveness Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Keep your head bowed if you would. If you're here today, and, and this is the most important part of the service, most important part. God forbid something would happen to you, but if you were to lose your life today, where would you go? Where would you go? Well, I'll tell you this. You see the one or two places. There's a place called heaven that God wants all his kids, all the whole world he wants to come there, but they have to they, they have to deal with who Jesus is because blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is when someone knowingly sees Jesus as Lord because the Holy Spirit's convicting them, but they reject it. They reject Him. That keeps you out of heaven. Unfortunately, there's a place called hell that God created for the devil and everyone that's, that followed Him and anyone that would yield to Him for the rest of their life. God never intended for anybody to go to hell. You know that. He's a good God. But it's our choice. If you don't know that you would go to heaven if you were to die today, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to be looking, but I need to know who's going to be, who I'm going to be praying for. I'm going to pray a prayer. I want you to repeat it. And you're here today. And don't, don't overlook the conviction of the Father. The Word says, the Father God draws people to Jesus. There's a drawing to Jesus today. There's a drawing to get things right today. There's a drawing that after you leave this meeting, there's a drawing to get it right with that other person or however you got it wrong, get it right. And then it's your choice. Before I pray the prayer of salvation, who will raise their hand and say, Pastor Coyne, include me in that prayer. Lift up your hand right now. It's a day to get things right. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Come on, don't, don't you let anybody, person, place, or thing, to the right or to the left, it's none of their business. You're, this is your time. I mean, the, 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 the Word of God, uh, it, it really wakes us up to the fact that today could be the only day because you know God's drawing you. Don't reject Him. I'm not trying to give you fear for what's going to happen, but you're exposed. Eternity is in the balance right now. 
Is there anybody else that wants to raise their hand before I pray? Because you say, hey, you know what? Include me. Include me in this prayer. Just lift your hand where I can see it. I can acknowledge you. And we will pray. Let's pray together. For all those who raised their hand or wanted to raise their hand. Say this with me, God. Come on, say it out loud with me. Say, God, I believe Jesus is your son. I believe that you sent him to earth to die for all of our sins because he lived innocent. And on the third day, I believe you, God, you raised Jesus from the dead. He's at your right hand right now. Jesus, I receive you as my perfect sacrifice, as my Savior, and I confess you as my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank God. Let's just thank God for what he's doing in our life today. Father, thank you. Thank you for speaking words that I need to hear. Thank you for the word bringing admonition, encouragement, but even as a pastor, it sometimes brings admonishment and even correction. Thank you for loving us enough to correct us, Father. And we yield to you. We will never turn you off. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening. If this message was a blessing to you, make sure to share with your friends and leave a review. For more information about who we are and where we're located, check out our website at harvest-triad.com.